right. Well, hello and welcome, you guys. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day, as it as it has been, as it has been, as it as it forever shall be. Mother Truck and Vlog Day. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Like I said, we got a full action-packed vlog for you guys tonight. Hope everything's looking okay, sounding okay. What's up, chat? I see you there, Addy Tooney. Thank you for being here. Ranger Rusty. Rescued is here. Good Lord. New Ave Dave is here. Dude, you guys, New Ave Dave is here. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Like I said, I do have an action-packed vlog for you tonight. I think we're doing everything. I think we're doing all the segments this week, maybe as many segments as I possibly can. Like uh, I've, I've definitely got a beer to drink. We're going to talk about what I've been vaping. I do have a little bit of mail. Of course, we're going to have some news and, and or advocacy, but what both of those news and advocacy. I have a, a very random liquid tasting. I have a retro vaping and the retro vaping is what I was doing right before this stream happened. Today really got away from me. Today really got away from me, you guys. And it seems to happen every Thursday, but about 15 minutes before the stream, I'm just like scrambling. I'm like running around like, why didn't I do this? Where'd my microphone? What? I didn't get my, where's the, oh, the retro, I didn't wake the retro vape, ah, oh, shit. You know, so I'm sitting here like, you know, cotton bacon and I'm just, you know, struggling, trying to get this wicked. So hopefully we can even get to that retro vape. If we do not get to a retro vape tonight, I'm going to be... The, the most bummed Grim Green that I think I've ever been because I'm really excited about tonight's Retro Vape. Also, let's stay hydrated, everybody. Mm, that's not going to be enough. That's not going to be enough water to get me through this whole vlog, Hydro Homies. Dang. So welcome, everybody. Yeah, like I said, I think we're going uh, to do as many of the segments as we can tonight. And... I'm, I'm really excited. I think this is going to be really fun. We do have some news and advocacy to talk about, including, in fact, we might just jump off this diving board with some news and advocacy. Uh, Ray Yates, unreal. Unreal what's happening to Mr. Ray Yates up there in Canada, and I wanted to bring some attention to it. We're going to talk about San Francisco a little bit. We're going to talk about nicotine a little bit. We're going to talk about the Netherlands a little bit. We're going to talk about Australia a little bit. I got an update from Breeze Tones about how his uh, nicotine prescription meeting went. I remember he was, uh, last week we had talked about Breeze Tones getting that nicotine prescription, and I followed up with him. He followed up and posted some more information that I can share with you guys. Really interesting how you even vape legally in Australia. It's crazy. It's crazy over there. But uh, I guess first things first. The first thing I wanted to do is we're all gonna sit here and we're all gonna watch. Uh, we're all gonna watch this. My favorite thing. It's it's my new favorite thing where I get to hear from one of my subscribers. And this week, although this person I believe still is one of my subscribers now, this person was one of my very very first subscribers ever on YouTube, ever on YouTube. One of my very first subscribers. This guy has been down for the cause since day fucking one. And I wanted to share just a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of inspiration with you guys. He put a great video up on, uh, on Facebook that I asked permission, then I stole it and edited it. And now I'm going to show it to you now. It's about four or five minutes long, but it is it's what I need right now, and I think it might be what a lot of us need right now. So I'd like to hear right now from the vape and Greek 
Dimitri, what say you, Dimitri? So I've been watching the congressional hearings, obviously, like most of you have today. And uh, I received a really, uh, a really cool email that I wanted to kind of share with you. Just really briefly, uh, this can be very, very short. I encourage you to share it, especially with people that are going through some really difficult times right now, business people or vape, vapers in general, or the vaping industry as well too. The message that I want to spread today is, is a positive message. It's not a negative message. We, we always feel defeated and deflated uh, in this industry daily from the bad news media and, 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 and laws and unfair regulations and all that. But I think that the message that we should be spreading and the message that we should be pushing in mainstream media is that we're winning. Because really, we are. We are winning. Our product works. This industry that you guys have built, including myself and everybody else that's been a pioneer in this industry, has for forced, they have forced multi-billion dollar corporations to bow down. They have forced them, they have forced them to pay attention to us. And all because... Our product works. Our product helps people quit smoking. So that's a winning message. That's not a negative message. We have forced Big Tobacco, <laughs> we have forced Big Tobacco to make products to compete with us. Think about that. The tobacco retail sector last year in the United States brought $124 billion. This is the kind of monsters that we're up against. And we have forced that $125 billion industry to come out and make products that, that are competing with us. We have forced the pharmaceutical industry to start trying to make a vaporizer to compete with us, with us, with us. And by us, I put mine in, in, in that because I believe that I've been here since day one. But you, you guys as well too. We have forced the pharmaceutical industry to try to make vaporizers to compete with us. We have forced the, the pharmaceutical industry to spend an ungodly amount of money on, on lobbying and, and funding campaign for tobacco free kids and all these shit show supposed nonprofit organizations to come after and bury vaping because we are cutting into the pharmaceutical sector because our product works that's winning to me that's not losing we have forced governments governments to create unjust unfair antitrust laws we have forced governors to exercise executive decisions to ban a product in their state because we have depleted their cash registers for master settlement agreement funds we we did that how can you not be happy about that how can you not be positive listen i understand shops will close i understand the livelihoods will be lost i understand that and in every great movement i guess in the last few centuries has been, you know, has taken some victims along with it. And to be fair, for a lot of us, or a lot of you, we entered a market, an unregulated tobacco market, and built a business knowing darn well that one day something like this could possibly happen. And if you did not know that this could possibly happen, then you haven't been attention to what I've been saying, at least for the last seven years. So there's gonna be some collateral damage but don't think about this as negative and bad. Think about this as a positive. What we have done and what we'll continue to do is winning. We have forced multi-billion dollar conglomerates to bow down to us. Don't give up. In fact, use that as a positive message. I want to change the narrative. I want to change the narrative of mainstream media and saying what we did, not one public health control has been able to do, what we have done as an industry, as a grassroots movement, has worked. It's worked.
And that's all simply because the product that was born out of consumer need, the modding of the existing electronic cigarette as we knew it from 2007 from Hong Link be became good because of the consumers that were modding it and making it better and the innovation and the desire for this product to work for us. All that started from us. Slowly but surely, slowly but surely the narrative is turning. And like I said, there will be casualties that goes along with this. No great movement was successful without any casualties. But if there's anything that I want you to take away from today's message in this video, is that we're winning. I know it doesn't seem like we're winning, but we are winning. We are winning. We have done this. We have forced big tobacco, we have forced pharmaceutical companies, and we have forced governments to take action because our product works. Period. And nobody can take that away from you. So God bless you and carry on. Stay positive and continue to win. We're winning. I mean, I mean, Dimitri, Agrafi, the vaping Greek, you guys, the vaping Greek. I love that man. We have a complicated relationship, but I love that man. If, if you like what you saw, if you like Dimitri, he and Phil, they do the DP show over there on the, on the P. Basardo channel, and they also do the Smokers show. And Dimitri has been easily one of our biggest advocates, one of our biggest cheerleaders, started the Tennessee Smoke Free Association, has been on the front lines of flavor bans and hearings and everything that goes on with that. And I really just wanted to share that because... It was such an inspiration to me. And, and the person that sent him that email also sent me the same email, the same kind of real motivational email that inspired that video. And I asked Dimitri, I said, can I steal this and share this? I had to steal it. I had to share it with you guys. Uh, people are asking for like a shareable version of it. Uh-oh. YouTube is informing me that you may experience buffering. YouTube is telling me you may experience buffering. I, that's not my intention for you to experience buffering, but... YouTube is telling me that. Anyway, uh, I, I, I might try to make it shareable. At the very least, I'll send that clip to Dimitri so he can put that on his YouTube. So then maybe we can share it from there. I don't want to necessarily just put it on my YouTube, but he is absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Look at the things that we've done. We've got the attention of governments around the world. We have made, we have cut into big pharmaceuticals bottom line. We've got the attention of the, of the president. We've got the attention of the Food and Drug Administration. We've got the attention of the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, which I don't know why the CDC has anything to do with this anyway, since their name is the Centers for Disease Control. I guess... Sure, they can be a part of it too, even though that guy should be fired and it looks like he's going to be, uh, hopefully, uh, as soon as humanly possible. Not for the reasons we want him to be, uh, because of Ivali, but for literally every other reason that he's been uh, kind of a joker there. But he's absolutely right. I needed to hear that. And at the end of the day, these products work, period. Period. We will always be successful because vaping will always work. And even if we're in the black market and we're in the corners of the internet, the fact of the matter is that this works and this, this technology is going to change the world. This technology is going to save, like the movie said, a billion lives, over a billion lives. That's something to be proud of. I feel immense amounts of pride when I feel like I'm part of this and I'm part of something that's bigger than myself. And we're part of this like global sort of revolution going on, you know? 
They tell us for so long, so long, quit or die, quit or die, you're gonna die, quit or die. And so we grab this and we're like, hey, look, I quit. And they're like, no, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> wait, 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 what are you doing? What, does that taste good? We're gonna ban it. You like the flavor? Tough shit, <laughs> tough shit. We still have cigarettes available if you're interested. Oh, you like that? That worked for you? Sorry, sorry, we're gonna take that away from you. It's unreal, the response to vaping even if you threw Evoli in there, which as we all know, had nothing to do with nicotine vaping, literally zero to do with nicotine vaping. But even if you threw Evoli in there and 2000 people got sick and 48 people died, the response to vaping by governors like Cuomo and Whitmer and uh, Inslee and Newsom is not proportionate to the harm that vaping doesn't cause. And while I'm ranting about Gavin Newsom for a second, here's just, here's just some weird math that I've been thinking about in California recently. Just real weird math. And I think I mentioned this on Tuesday Bro Tuesday, but I'd like to mention it again. California, the California Department of Public Health spent over $70 million on the still blowing smoke campaign in order to convince the country, the state, that vaping was just the worst thing. Terrible. You're still blowing smoke. That's what they're telling vapors who have quit smoking is, nope, you're still smoking. And here's a $70 million plus PR ad campaign, propaganda essentially, trying to convince the state that vaping is just the worst thing that has ever come to California, right? $70 million on that. Then what are they doing? They're going and banning flavors, right? Now we're gonna have a statewide flavor ban, which is, what's that gonna do? What did we see in San Francisco? Huge black market's going to pop up, right? Now California, Governor Gavin Newsom is asking the feds for a trillion dollars, and they're going to spend $10 million of that trillion dollars to create a task force for the highway patrol in California to crack down on the vaping black market that they created by spending $70 million. Like, what's going on in California? What kind, of, what kind of math is that? That Something's not adding up. That just seems really bizarre that they'd spend this much money to create a black market and then ask for more money to police the black market that they created. I mean, I feel like I'm taking, <laughs> I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. Crazy pills. Unbelievable. Uh, before we get to any super chats and before we get to the news and advocacy, I do want to have a beer and I do want to talk about what I've been vaping so we can maybe calm down a little bit, you know, hang out and chill and have some fun like we normally do. So right now, right before we get to any super chats, it's sitting here on my desk. I can't not drink it. Uh, it's a beer time. Well, this is the beer that we are going to be tasting today. This comes from Modern Times, and I just found this. This is of my own uh, purchasing. I actually think I bought this beer in San Diego when I was living in San Diego, and it made the trek up to Los Angeles, <laughs> and it's been with me ever since. But this is Modern Times Sula, Modern Times Sula. And I actually, uh, 
don't remember what this beer is or what it is supposed to even taste like. Let's see. It's a Berliner. All right. It's a burp life. Look, I, I've been scrambling around so crazily today, like so crazily today. Logan exhales. Don't worry, Grim Green. They'll make that money back through the courts and private prison machine. Oh, oh, okay. That makes sense. Oh, that makes sense because then you can spend the money to demonize vaping, create the black market, and then put the people who are working in the black market that you created into prisons money. I get it. And then the ones that don't go to prison end up smoking cigarettes again. So we get that sweet, sweet MSA money again. Oh, I, I, I'm starting to get the suspicion that this is more about money uh, than public health. Anybody else, anybody else getting that vibe that this might be a little bit more about money than it is about public health? Well, what do you have to say about that modern times? Oh, nothing because you're a beer can? That's fine. This is a Berliner style, Berliner style Weiss ale with raspberries, blackberries, and black raspberries. Oh, interesting. So there might be a little bit of a sour sort of note component to this. But apart from the boss uh, can art on there, Modern Times just a great brewery. Locally owned, employee owned. It's fantastic. I'm going to be pouring this into my, wait for it, new Grim Army pint glass available someday from somewhere. Details to follow. Yeah, it looks like a, uh, you know, it looks like a sour, like a lambic or something. Look at that head. Real, real well done there, Grim Green. What is this, your first beer? Is this your first beer here? What are you doing? What are you doing? Let's try to get some more joy out of this. Yeah, look at that. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, what I might describe as some sort of opaque jellification happening on right there. Opaque jellification happening on right there. I don't know. I haven't had this beer in a real long time. A real long time. But we're going to dig in. Cheers. Here's to you guys. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. That's amazing. That tastes like fucking tropical summertime in a cup. Uh, strong raspberries. Strong, strong, like low note blackberry type of flavors in there. Wait a minute. Is this beer flavored? Am I drinking flavored alcohol? Fla flavored alcohol? Wait, I thought adults didn't like flavors. I can't drink this. I'm an adult and I don't like flavors. Raspberries, blackberries, really a lot of like dark black, black, blackberries kind of going on in here. It's, it's nice and light. It's crispy, real clean mouthfeel. Delicious. In fact... I have the perfect, absolute perfect e-liquid to pair this with. Of course, for the sake of YouTube, I'm vaping all zero nicotine tonight. No nicotine in this video at all. This is all zero nicotine e-liquids. So the first, uh, the first pairing I want to try to do with this. Yeah. Hang on. I got this, uh, Interesting little like weird raspberry seeds kind of aftertaste right there. Yeah, flavored. I'm hooked. Flavors hook kids. Like, here, come here, kid. You want to try this? It's just beer. It's not vaping. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. 
I'm going to be pairing this with what is in this Atmazoo tripod, and it is an e-liquid. This is this. Inception Ice. This is a berry cream pop. No, can't have uh, zero nicotine. <laughs> That's hard to cover. Zero nicotine uh, Inception berry cream pop. I believe this came from not the real Gerard Butler. Are you here tonight? I don't know if I saw you there, but I think this came from not the real Gerard Butler. And it's uh, it's like an ice creamy raspberry menthol sort of situation going on in there. Zero nicotine in this. Just want to make sure that that's uh, perfectly clear to anybody from YouTube watching this. There is no nicotine in this video. I have become just as terrified of YouTube as I am of the government. It's crazy what YouTube is doing. Uh, they hit Matt, although he got his video back. They hit Bogan. I don't know if he's got his video back. They're claiming that we're selling regulated goods on YouTube. And because nicotine is a regulated good, we have to label our videos as drug paraphernalia, which feels good, you know, getting a smoker, just average Joe smoker. Come over here, just watch some drug paraphernalia videos on YouTube. Anyway, let's do this, Perrin. Oh my God. I don't even, this is, I think I've said in the past about other pairings that I've said these words, this is like my favorite pairing I've done. This blackberry raspberry beer with this raspberry zero nicotine e-liquid is beautiful. They just complement each other so well. In fact, the liquid honestly brings out a little bit more sweetness in this beer. This beer, it stands on its own though. It doesn't need, it doesn't really need the help of the e-liquid, you see, but they're really complimenting each other right now. Hmm. Enjoy the show. Fuck, that's good. All right, dang. Well, we got a, uh, we got a liquid and a beer to last us the rest of the evening. It's going to happen. There's going to be some burp life happening up here, but, uh, I guess what I'm going to do right now is, uh, before we get to news and advocacy, because that's the first thing that I really want to jump into. That's what's like at the tip of my tongue. It's, it's, it's on the top of my brain right now. And I just would like to talk about it. I would like to real quickly, before we get there, super chats, that's what we're doing. Damn it. Thank you for reminding me. Stormy. That was gross. Well, that was really gross. Sorry. I'm going to mute. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to mute the mic because that is ridiculous. Like, that's legitimately like, that's grossing me out a little bit. And I'm like, I'm cool with burps. I'm cool with burps. Uh, first super chat out of the gate. Barbara. Hi, cuz. Shout out your parents for me. Love you lots. Okay. Let's shout out. What? Why am I? Okay. Let's shout out my parents. Uh, Dad. Love you. Here's a fist bump for you. Mom, love you like crazy. Lon, Alan, all, you know, the whole family. Brian, Amy, Max. Uh, who else? Who am I forgetting? Uh, Grandma Ann, uh, my Uncle Pat, my Uncle Chris, uh, my Uncle Greg. Um, Greg's, Greg's wife, I can't remember her name. They have a kid too. Whole family. We're shouting out everybody. We're shouting out the world. Thanks, Barbara. Love you. Thank you for coming out. I like it when you're here. Barbara's my cousin, everybody. And... Uh, we spent a lot of time together, you know, in, in childhood days and stuff like that. We've been through some, been through some shit together, Barbara. 
Uh, I'm glad to see that you're doing awesome. That really makes me happy. Kevin Chocolate, let's do it. Fucking A, Kevin Chocolate. Thank you for coming out, man. Jim Bubba, uh, what? No super chats? Uh, how much watts? <laughs> how much watts? I don't know. Answer that. Answer that. What, pe- people texting me. That's crazy. Uh, Max C, very gracious of you. I work in the beer industry and I want to send you a thank you for all you do for the community. Is there a PO box I can ship to? Yes, 100%, Max. Um, send me an email, nick at grimgreen.com. We'll, we'll chat. When someone in the beer industry offers you a thank you, you say yes. You say absolutely yes. Thank you very much, Max. That would be amazing. TT Vape, uh, I donated to fund the rally. Will it still happen? Here's what I've heard about the rally. Rally update, still gonna happen, TBD. TBD, it's going to happen, it's just a matter of when. It was supposed to happen this month. In fact, it was supposed to happen like this weekend? I think it was supposed to be happening like this weekend. Uh, Obviously that's not happening, uh, you know, shelter in place, quarantine, COVID-19, all that. all that stuff still going on. So there's not going to be a rally, but there is. So there's not, rally had to get moved, but there is going to be a rally. Uh, I would stay tuned to like the United Vapors Alliance on Twitter. Um, as soon as I hear anything, I'll put it out everywhere that I possibly can, as I'm sure a lot of people will. Uh, last time when we had the rally, you know, the support was just crazy through the woodwork. Every vapor on earth was talking about the rally. So I doubt we're going to miss any information on the next rally. We're all going to be putting it out there like crazy, like crazy. Um, not the real Gerard Butler. <laughs> I believe, I, believe I, can fly. I can fly. Oh, I believe I can. Nah, nah, nah. And then I love that he says, any time of year. That's not in the song. <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, JW, very gracious of you. Been spending the last few days catching up on replays and finally caught the first live vlog in months. What up, Grim? What up, JW? Give me that fist right there. I always love hearing when people are like, oh, yeah, I was catching up on some old vlogs. I was watching some old vlogs. I'm like, thank you. Like, that's that's just cool. You know, it's, it's fun to be here in the live stream, but... I love the replays. I like it when people dig the replays because I feel like there's just, there's so much here. There's just so much going on, you know? Thank you. I think that's very cool. Thank you, JW. Malcolm, very gracious of you, went from alcoholic smoker to craft beer enthusiast vapor, thanks to people like you. Uh, Two meter fist bump from me, bro. Absolutely. Stay social distance. Here's a social distance fist bump for you. Do I even have to social distance my own camera? That That's weird. Lightbearer, very gracious of you. As your unofficial business manager, I must say, getting Dixon as a sponsor is not going to happen if you don't wear one. Just saying, much love, bro. Here's the thing. I know that. I Sure, that would be fantastic. I'm not actively seeking out Dixon as a sponsor unless they're watching this, in which I definitely am. Um, It's just too hot in Los Angeles right now for me to rock a flannel. I'd have to turn my air conditioning way down to like 52 degrees in order to wear a flannel. Uh, It's just too warm. And plus, you know what happens during the news and advocacy, man? Rage sweat. Rage sweat happens. If you think the rage sweat is just happening on my face, it's not. 
It happens everywhere. And then rage sweat. So rage sweat inside of like a warm flannel in a summer day in Los Angeles just sounds like the least appealing thing that could possibly happen to me. Least appealing thing that could happen to me. Matt Sinister. Oh, very gracious of you. Thank you for the heel props on the latest dogs barking in the distance. Yeah, absolutely. There's a backstory here. Uh, Matt Sinister is one of my patrons. He was a professional wrestler. And so we've been talking a lot of wrestling here on the Patreon Discord. Uh, my wife and I do a podcast for our patrons called the Dogs Barking in the Distance podcast. And we watch some old Matt Sinister wrestling videos. And he was a legit heel. I would have booed him. I loved it. He came out and did the whole heel maneuver. I love it, Matt Sinister. I love it, bro. So uh, let's do chips here. These super chats are really coming in. Hey, Nick, Vlog Day has become a family tradition. I'm very educated about vaping and all thanks to you. Awesome. Thank you for all you do, Grim. Look, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for making this a family tradition. And, you know, I just, uh, I, I want to get as much information out there as I can to everybody. And I want to do it in a fun way. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be, you know, doom and gloom and like news and studies and like, oh, flavor bands and on and on all this stuff. I, I miss the fun aspects of vaping. And, you know, as much as I was scrambling earlier to rewick this RTA for the retro vaping, I was enjoying it. And I noticed the coils on there. We're going to talk about it when I get there. I'm like, whoa, these coils came out to 0.63. How is that even possible? And I'm like fiddling around. Vaping is fun. Vaping is supposed to be fun, and the fun hobby aspect of vaping, I believe, is one of the real motivating factors in this being such a successful quit-smoking product. Can I say that on YouTube? Are they going to ding me? I don't know. Is the FDA going to kick on my door? You can't make modified risk claims. I just, fuck, dude. Stephen Hahn, calm down. It's cool, bro. You know that, though. It, it That's what this is. I'm convinced that that's one of the huge, and you know, at least when I first started, it was one of my favorite things about vaping was like, yeah, this is great. And I'm not smoking cigarettes, but what can I fiddle with? You know, what's that guy using? What are you using? What's that atomizer? What's that coil? You know, what, what are you doing there with that, with that wick? What's that? Oh, you're doing that. I'm going to do this. Oh yeah. I'm doing what he's doing, you know? And it's kind of this, it's really is like this camaraderie, like this community, like we really have conquered something. And that is all of us have gotten away from deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes and we all help each other out with shit. And that's just, it's, it really is. I don't want to get too feelsy about the community aspect of this, but, uh, thank you, Malcolm. I appreciate that. Or thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, chip. Thank you, chip. I appreciate that. We're going to, okay, let's do one more from Malcolm. Have some euros because you're a genuine lifesaver. Oh, Malcolm. Uh, thank you very much. I have a hard time when people, when people tell me that I, I'm just, I'm just here to help. And that's it. Like you did the hard part. I'm just a guy on YouTube and a hat. That's it. That that's where my responsibility, you know, that's where my, uh, that's where mine ends and, and you have to take over. Like you have to do the hard part, but I'll help you. I'll help you as best I can. Um, we're going to pick up again here with Southern Comfort. Because real quickly, I just want to talk about uh, a few things that I've been vaping. No bumper for this, just a little boop, few things I've been vaping. That wasn't a bad little bumper. <laughs> I wasn't a bad little bumper at all. So here's a few things that I've been vaping. I want to tell you guys firstly about, I've had to institute a rule on my desk. I've had to institute a rule on my desk. And that is every vape thing on, that's on my desk has to fit on this Grim Green Coaster. 
I call it the coaster rule. These are some coasters. This is like one of four of these coasters that exist on the face of the planet. Um, I love the crap out of it. Maybe we'll do these again. These were never actually a thing. These were just samples. Um, I keep this on my desk and sometimes things get out of hand. You know, just, I like to set things up all the time. It's just a, it's just a sickness that I have. And I'll set up so many setups that my desk is just, I'm just surrounded by vapes and I'm like trying to type and I'm reaching for stuff and constantly knocking things over. So I go, no, if it's going to be on my desk, it has to fit in the coaster. So that means like three or four things at a time, maybe two. I try to pack as much as I can onto this coaster, but that's the coaster rule. And obviously what I'm going to mention right now goes beyond the coaster rule. This is literally everything that I'm in vaping. But first things first, the rock sauce. I posted this on Instagram recently. I get this out every summer and I don't know why. It's just like my summertime mod, my summertime vape. I really like it. It's topped with that Atmazoo tripod that I'm still loving the crap out of. Loving the crap out of this. Switched it back to restricted lung just because that's what I was feeling. It's filled up with that uh, zero milligram uh, inception ice e-liquid. I've already vaped it. Let's, okay, fine. Let's vape it again. The great thing about this is 0.6, it's a 0.58. I only have to use it at 26 watts on a single 18650 in the DNA 75, which the DNA 75 was notoriously bad. And I was I'm glad that I found something that I can use on the DNA 75, not the C, but the original DNA 75. And it doesn't give me like low atomizer warnings or short warnings or, you know, these warnings that the DNA 75 used to give everybody, including myself. Spectacular, spectacular. Still hanging in there hard with the uh, Mike Vapes clutch. MechMod, signature tips, signature tips, topped with the recoil, unholy, and that's a uh, DHD metalhead on there. I Sorry, I couldn't keep up the Mike Vapes voice. That's a DHD metalhead on there. Pony on acid on the inside. It's just whatever. I just love it. It's pony on acid. And I love the recoil. I love the recoil like a, like a crazy person. I'm actually going to start moving these off of my desk because this is the problem that I run into is just don't have enough damn desk space. Uh, hanging in there hard with that signature tips with the other signature tips regulated mod I got last week in the vlog, the SQ Mono. SQ Mono, single 18650 DNA 75C. I've got it topped right there with the Reload Vapor 26 millimeter just having a little bit of a love affair with this RTA. Dig it. I dig it so much. Nope. That needs way more wattage. I don't know what I was thinking, trying to run this at 44 watts. That's insane. This needs at least like 55 to 60 watts on this point too. Let's try 58. Uh, awesome. That's loaded up with uh, Omboy's Mango, zero milligram Omboy OC Mango. Let me cover this up and cover that up. Omboy OC's Mango. Now, I, I'm going to be sitting here and I'm going to be praising this liquid basically all night long. This is my 
new like summer vape. I've just been cranking through this Omboy Mango and I don't want anybody to get the idea that I'm just pimping out this liquid because it's Dwayne. If you know my track record, you know that I hate the liquids that Dwayne makes. I am extra critical of his liquids and I straight up just dislike most of what he has done. All the stuff he did with Vapor Treats, couldn't stand it. I didn't like any of those flavors. Don't like any of the anarchist flavors with the exception of blue, kind of, but I haven't vaped it in so long, it might as well not even exist. When he came out with Dynamite Fuse, he's like, bro, I've been working on this flavor, it's Dynamite Fuse. What did I say? It's throaty. <laughs> this juice is too throaty, Dwayne. I don't like it. I have never legitimately enjoyed a liquid that Dwayne has made until this mango, and this mango knocked my hat off. It's awesome. It is a stellar, stellar mango. Dwayne, you finally did it. You finally made an e-liquid that I enjoy, and it's that mango. In fact, speaking of that mango, I also have it. I don't know why I'm going to bother. It's the, it's, this is what I'm vaping it in as well. This is that new uh, Lost Vape Centurion something or other that I can't remember the name of. It's topped with my Type 2 RTA. It is also filled up with Dwayne's Mango. And the flavor from this RTA, you guys, I am so excited for you guys to be able to experience this flavor. It's redonkulous. If this was unlocked, GD, GD, cannot wait. Cannot wait for you guys to try that. Um, also, hanging in there hard with the Rye RDA. I think I'm going to be doing a review for this RDA very, very soon. I wanted to spend you know, some time with it. Put a few builds in it. Try it out as a squonker. Try it out as a dripper. It ended up, um, sorry, Poon Sauce, it ended up on the 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 mech life yes the the, the mech life mech that's a mech from ambitions that i don't quite remember the name of it's the mech life something or other arcless that's right the mech life arcless i was going to put it on the vape workstop mmk mod but uh i kind of like the button on this mod more than i like that magnetic floating button so it ended up on here. I've been having a great time with this Rye RDA. It, hey, look, I don't want any spoilers. It is a damn, damn, damn hell ass good draw. Even with a dying battery, still kicking ass. That's loaded up with a juice that doesn't exist anymore. And this is the last I have of it called Crisp. Crisp 461 from Sweden. Straight up doesn't exist anymore, and that really, really bums me out. I've also crazily been using this Vupu Drag X. It's nothing super exciting. I'm going to have a review for it soon. It's something that I both absolutely love and it categorically cannot stand. But we'll have to wait for a review for that. Billet box, dude. I've been using my billet box, honestly, a little bit less and less lately because it's filled up with a liquid that I thought I liked. And then it turns out that I don't like it. Have you guys had that experience? Stan, don't lie to me. I know you've had that experience. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got this, this e-liquid from New Zealand from Vaporize called Cherry Bomb. Zero. Zero milligram. Zero nicotine. <laughs> cherry Bomb. Uh, it's not very good. I thought I really liked it. 
Well, the first time I tasted it, I thought, holy shit. That's uh, that's like a, kind of a good cherry. That doesn't make me insane. That's like kind of the first good cherry I've ever had. So I grabbed a couple bottles, got home, vaped it, didn't like it, vaped it again, didn't like it, put it in the billet box for some reason, still don't really like it. It's okay. It's it's just okay. That's what I'm gonna say. It's just okay. And lastly, the last thing that I've been vaping like a psychopath, it's the God coils, you guys. It's the God coils. I've got to spend a lot of time now with these God coils and they are unreal, unreal. I was last week in the vlog, truly and honestly, I was kind of trying to downplay how spectacular these coils are. I was thinking in my head, People are just gonna think I'm full of shit if I up if I talk about these coils the way I want to talk about these coils. So I try to downplay it just a little bit. I can't because they taste better than any coil. Any coil I've ever put in any dripper, it tastes better than. It tastes better than. Uh, currently have them sitting at about 90 watts. They're a 0.16. Pony on acid on the inside, TM24 Pro Series, Eclipse cap, boosh. It's crazy. It's crazy how good Pony on Acid tastes in these coils. Crazy. Good God. Unbelievable. So yeah, that's uh, that's really more or less what I've been vaping. I've still, you know, despite the coil head life I've been getting, I'm still hanging in there with that uh, Aegis. <laughs> the Aegis pod. I have some... 12 milligram deep cuts in here. I think it's Dragon Shake. Coil still tasting okay. Still tasting okay. It's kind of starting to turn to that like, you know what happened? You know that wet cardboard flavor. It's a wet cardboard flavor that happens when coil heads start to go bad. And I get that wet cardboard flavor empirically faster on these coil heads than I do on any other coil head. And that really bums me out. Because it's such a cool little, uh, it's just, just such a cool little guy there. But uh, yeah, so that's more or less really what uh, what I've been vaping. Before we jump, it's 5.15 already. Before we jump into some news and advocacy, I would like to, let's, you guys were gracious enough to send me a super chat. The least I could do is answer it. Let's jump back into some super chats, guys. But that's all you get. You, you don't get, you don't get anything else. And where the hectic did we leave off? I think it was... Malcolm, is that where we were at? Was with Malcolm here? Yeah, Malcolm. Okay, and then Southern Comfort. Uh, yeah, no buffering, but you look like you got a tan. <laughs> Not now. Back to quarantine pale again. Uh, I've been spending a lot more time outside. I mean, I would say that's definitely accurate. I don't know if I'm tan. I actually dislike the sun. I try to stay away from the sun as much as I can. Uh, Cameron, very gracious of you. Glad to have finally become a Patreon member. Wanted to be able to give back to you for all the many things you do for us, Grim. Thank you, yo yo. Hell yeah, yo yo, bro. Thank you. Welcome aboard. You know, I really appreciate that. Malcolm, again, seventy nine cents, seventy nine p, seventy nine quid. Is that what that is? I don't know. Robert Young, very gracious of you. Legion Vape sent me and two others I'd seen liking your stream, and I subscribed to your channel. Robert Young. Thank you, Legion Vapes. 
Robert Young, welcome. You're you're more than welcome here anytime. I really appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that. Red Gorilla, very gracious. I chuckle a little bit every time I see Red Gorilla because I'm like, damn it, how do, just Red Gorilla and his avatar is a little Red Gorilla, and I'm like, there's a story there, you know. There's a story. There's a Red Gorilla story that I feel like I need to know. OG Recoil Squonk Pin Kit just arrived just now. Okay, bitchin'. Glad you got it. Glad that you get to now squonk with what I consider to be one of the superior squonking atomizers in the world. The way that the squonk pin works on the OG recoil, I love it. It's my favorite. Let me know how you let me know how you like it, man. Still lurking. Had one from Still Lurkin here. I stopped Copenhagen thanks to you. My Aegis X and Vupu Alpha Mini keep me satisfied. Thanks for everything you do, Jeremy. Hell yeah, Jeremy. That's all you need. And see, Jeremy's a perfect example of someone who wasn't, you know, necessarily smoking burning combustible tobacco cigarettes, but was still dipping Copenhagen really, truly bad for you. You know, really, truly bad. It's not like snooze. And now he's got an Aegis X and a, and a Vupu Alpha Mini and he's satisfied. No more Copenhagen. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Jeremy. That's a great story. I love success stories. Stormy, my girlfriend says hello, and she loves seeing me geek out over your show. So psyched to finally catch a live show. Yeah, welcome, Stormy. Welcome. How about a fist bump? You geeking out like crazy right now? Is your girlfriend just laughing at you maniacally? <laughs> Appreciate that, bro. Vape level midnight. Uh, I need to buy a Grim Army hat and, and a pint glass. Thanks, Nick. Just take my money. Look, I'm just offering some things that I think that people will be into. We haven't done Grim Army pint glasses in a while. I haven't done Grim Army hats in literally years. So we're going to try to get some of this out there for you guys. I really appreciate that. Just, hello, you taste great. I like that really strong blackberry flavor. I mean, this is a blackberry flavor beer and it tastes like it. A little bit sour, love it. Um, where, where, where did I leave off? Southern comfort. No, 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 Grim. I'm going to get, I'm not going to let you get away with that. The other one you did topped all others and was the perfect pairing of all time. We're holding you to that. Shit. Look, can I, is it possible? Can I have two favorite, uh, beer pairings of all time? Because this one's going down in the record books. I'm going to remember this one for a long time. Appreciate that. Southern comfort. Tracy. Very great. Yes. Thank you. Hydrate, dude. Thank you. Stay hydrated, hydro homies. Uh, Blake, Blakeson, very gracious of you. Bro, can you shout out my son, Lyric? Absolutely, Lyric. This is for you. This is from your dad. This is it. There you go. Fist bump from Blake. Absolutely. I'll shout out, I will shout out anybody. I mean, not like evil people, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to shout out... Uh, Bloomberg, and you know, I'm not going to shout out uh, Gretchen Whitmer, but I'll shout out most anybody else, most anybody else. Um, Malcolm, very gracious of you. You and Vaping Bogan collab RDA after you pull your finger out for the stream. <laughs> still still wanting to do a stream with Bogan. Uh, every, every week, I really take a hard look at like my work schedule for the week, and I try to see when, when could I, that was gross. I'm really sorry, really sorry about that. I try to figure out like when would this be able to work and it, it, I come up empty every single time. My week is so 
packed to the brim with nonsense that even trying to find some time to like jump on the discord is like a, a thing. Like I'm like, oh, let's go do it right now. Let's go have fun. We'll see. I still, the, as far, the finger's still in right now. We're gonna be pulling it out, hopefully as soon as possible. Uh, let's end here with Tenacious TX Vapes, Stan. Stanley the Manly, uh, Dwayne's juices are sweeter than his booty. Love them. Need to try the mango. They are sweeter than his booty. And I think that's the thing that I really never loved about his liquids is I, I was never like a, a crazy sweetener uh, guy. I mean, I like sweet liquids, but I don't like the, the, the super sweet when they add that to the uh, add that to the equation. Anyway, you do need to try the mango. You definitely do need to try the mango. And on the heels of that, Stan Tenacious TX Vapes, I think it's time to do this. So much stuff going on around the world. Uh, there really is. Um, so let's talk, uh, let's talk about, let's talk about, uh, this is unreal to me. This is just completely unreal to me. Ray Yates. If you guys aren't following this Ray Yates story, um, Dash Vapes did a great video for it. I know there's a couple other few videos out there for it, and I wanted to put some more you know, information out there for it. Um, I'm gonna post a link in the description right now to Ray Yates on Twitter, so you can get this message directly from him if you'd like to follow him. He is a Canadian vape advocate. He started uh, Tobacco Harm Reduction Association of, of Canada, and the story goes like this. Um, and now this is coming from a, a website, eSig Click, which I'm going to be taking two of their articles tonight. But uh, this was written by Neil. Um, here, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, here's the big headline on the article. And tell me if this upsets you or not. Death sentence for a vape advocate refused oxygen because he vapes. Supporters say this is nothing short of state-sponsored murder and call for help from the vape community. Yeah, exactly as it says. Uh, Neil starts off and says, I wrote about Nova Scotia's latest draconian new vaping laws this week, and now a pioneer vape advocate refused oxygen because he vapes is facing a slow, lingering, painful death. Let that sink in for a moment. And not only that, He's been refused to even be considered a new sheltered home for him and his common law wife who suffers from dementia because the local law bans smokers or vapors from being given them. That's it's that's insane to me. That is this is craziness. I can't believe this is happening in Canada of all places. Like you you think of Canada, you think, hey, our brothers to the north, you know, they, they got some shit figured out. They're all super polite and, and they love hockey and donuts and they bump into you and they say sorry and everybody's really great. And I think of like Brian, the vaping Canadian and like Canadians. I, it's just so bizarre. As it stands right now, Ray Yates is forced to live in a tiny hotel room whilst his desperately sick wife is living in a care home and could have and could soon have his life saving oxygen supply taken away from him for no other reason than he is a vapor. Then he is a vapor. And really, if this shit is allowed to go on, it could happen to you wherever you are in the world. Canada is supposedly 
held up as a shining example of inclusion and openness, unless you're, of course, a vapor. And then you're literally living under a death sentence. It sounds like something out of a dystopian novel, but it's happening right now. And it's not only shocking, but abhorrent. Ray is 70 years old and founded the Tobacco Harm Reduction Association of Canada, THRA, back in 2014 after taking up vaping. He was suffering from severe emphysema and pneumonia at the time and has survived lung cancer. Ray quit smoking with vaping, but because he vapes, they are denying him his life-saving oxygen. I kind of can't believe this. I kind of can't believe that this is real. I kind of can't believe that this is a thing that's even happening. Without a doubt, Ray has saved the lives of hundreds of thousands of smokers now enjoying a healthier life. A vape advocate refused oxygen because he or she vapes is definitely the worst case of anti-vape laws that I've ever seen. And you, a member of your family or friend that smokes or vapes could be the next if they are allowed to get away with this. It's time to pay back all of Ray's tireless hard work, passion, and courage with something as simple as a retweet or by spreading this article in at this article and Ray's plight far and wide. Yes, we need to really get loud about Ray Yates. This is criminal. People call it abhorrent. People call it state-sponsored murder. This is criminal what's going on. I just posted a link in the chat. I'll have a link down in the description to this same eSigClick website as well as to Ray Yates's Twitter. Give him a follow. You can read his whole story. I don't know what else we can do. There was a GoFundMe where the, where the reserve got met instantly. Um, they went above the reserve, I believe, and they're transferring it to some other sort of like nonprofit, uh, sort of like helping organization as well. I don't know where we can give, give money to Ray Yates, but Ray Yates, save Ray Yates. Hashtag save Ray Yates. Canada, they can't get away with this. Nova Scotia cannot get away with this. They're already implementing a flavor ban, not a flavor ban, a, uh, a nicotine cap, which, hey, there's a sore subject for the vape community, nicotine caps. Uh, unreal, unreal. And I just wanted to get that out there. Hashtag save Ray Yates. Like I said, link in the chat, link in the description, follow Ray Yates on Twitter and support him in, in any way that you possibly can. And, and let people know that this kind of aggression will not stand. You know, this kind of aggression will not stand, man. Unbelievable. It's crazy to me. So, oh, thank you. I was so surprised. Thank you. Water, stay hydrated, hydro homies. Casey Pickle for the win. Mm. Water. So, yeah. Uh, that's what's going on in Nova Scotia, other than the you know the Nick cap that's happening that's happening there. Um, so yeah, links will be in the description. Um, I also wanted to touch briefly on this again, and this isn't going to be any like real new news to anybody that's been following the Tuesday Bro Tuesday or the vlogs. But we've been talking about COVID nineteen and nicotine a lot recently, a lot, lot, lot recently because they're finding underrepresented smoker numbers in hospitalized COVID-19 patients in places with 
huge populations of smokers, places like China, France, and Italy, who all have astronomical numbers of smokers, the doctors noticed that smokers are drastically underrepresented in hospitalized COVID patients. So we have this here from The Guardian, plan to study nicotine patches as potential coronavirus treatment. Yep, doctors in now Wales. So before it was China, before it was France, before it was Italy, now we have the UK, now we have Wales adding on to that. I think, isn't Wales, like Wales is part of part of the UK? Wales is part of Scotland, part of UK. It's its own country, but I know it's in, I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure how it works over there. I'm just a dumb American. I don't even know exactly how it works over there. Doctors in Wales could stage trials after suggestions smokers may be at less risk of COVID-19. I find this all so incredibly fascinating. It says France moved last week to prevent stockpiling of nicotine products after its health minister took an interest in a French study that suggests smokers may be at much less risk of contracting the coronavirus. Now, nobody I think is arguing the fact that if you are a smoker and you do catch the coronavirus because of the damage done to your lungs by, you know, years of carcinogenic tobacco combustion and smoke going on that you it's it's much worse if you do contract it but what they're finding is that smokers just aren't uh aren't uh, aren't contracting it says right here uh the results so this is a result of this uh, doctor from Wales, Jonathan Davies, a consult trauma surgeon at Royal Glamoron Hospital, where physicians have been routinely giving out nicotine patches to patients with coronavirus who had been smokers. This touches on something, and the reason I bring this up is this article kind of touches on something else that has to do with nicotine and COVID, and that's not necessarily that nicotine is protecting people from COVID, which it it looks like that's what's happening. Again, this is like right now, this science is just bleeding edge. It is just, it's barely a hypothesis right now. What we need is studies and studies and trials and trials before we can even start to like form a theory about what's going on right now. One thing I thought was interesting, it says the result was a short paper published in the British Medical Journal, which stated that at least in chronic smokers, the lung injuries in those affected with COVID-19 were being exacerbated by nicotine withdrawal. The addictive stimulant could interfere with the production of elements that led to inflammation, according to its authors. What they're doing here in Wales and places like France and England and the UK, and I'm not sure what's going on in the United States. I hope this is happening in the United States, but I don't have any information on that simply because I'm only one man and my resources are limited. You know, I can only spend so much time like scouring the internet through articles and things like this and I'm trying my best. But they're talking about COVID patients getting who are smokers who are contracting it being given NRTs while they're in the hospital because if you are a smoker and you happen to contract coronavirus, which is it's difficult apparently for a smoker to contract coronavirus and you do, going through See, you know, COVID and nicotine withdrawal is like, that's just, it's just going to make everything worse. What they're trying to do is give NRTs to smokers in the hospital so that it doesn't make COVID-19 a thousand times worse. 
So I'm hoping that the smokers that are ending up in the hospitals are getting that NRT. That's, that's something that n n nobody's talking about. Nobody's talking about giving smokers NRTs while they're in the hospital. Or, I mean, maybe in the UK where they have that hospital with the vape shop in it, maybe they have a, you know, they come around like just a little Harry Potter trolley and they're like, anything from the cot today? And they go, oh yes, I'd like this Axis Vapes M17 and a TM24 Pro Series. Do you have any pony on acid on there? All right, send it over. Maybe in the United Kingdom, they're vaping it? Not really sure. According to this, according to NRTs, it's patches, things like that. Um, so that's what's going on in Wales. And we're going to add Wales to the list of, of countries that are now taking a completely different approach to this, who are looking at this in a completely different way. This article ends by saying, while nicotine may protect smokers from the virus, so from contracting it, those who have caught it often develop more serious symptoms because of the toxic effect of tobacco smoke on the lungs. And that, I think that thing, you know, that it's hard to dislodge that in your head because I instantly thought the same thing. And I, you know, running the risk of repeating myself, I think I said this last week is you think about a smoker and you go, yeah, dude, a smoker's lungs, probably 10 kinds of messed up, right? 10 kinds of messed up. Of course, they're going to get COVID. And of course, it's going to be a thousand times worse, right? That's just what you think. And then you start thinking, why are smokers underrepresented in hospitalized COVID-19 patients, something's not adding up. That's weird for my brain. How could smoking, something we know is just pure evil, something that we know is just going to wreak havoc on your body and on your lungs and on your heart, how is that somehow protecting against this virus? It's gonna flip things on their heads. It's gonna flip people on their heads. I love saying this, but this is going to, this is really going to test every politician and every, forget about that, every person that says they follow the science. If you follow the science, you might have to, you might have to wake up to the idea that nicotine, the evil nicotine might be protecting COVID patients, might be protecting smokers from contracting COVID-19. So boosh here, I'm going to put a link right here in the chat going to put a link down in the description. I just found that incredibly, incredibly fascinating. Um, the Netherlands. Okay. Let's real quickly. Good Lord. This is, this is going way off the rails here. A hundred, a hundred percent off the rails here. Let me get my, uh, let me get my nicotine let, real quickly. This is just, I'm just going to put this out there because it's kind of, it's kind of a face palm. It's kind of a little bit of a face palm, but Denmark it was recently over there. It was recently over there in the Netherlands in, uh, in uh, uh, where was I? Where was I? Don't even remember. Recently over there in the Netherlands, Amsterdam. I'm just kidding. It was Amsterdam. Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Great, great country, free country as far as I can tell. Well, the Netherlands is... Ready for this? Cracking down on vaping. And you know what you see from like, not just US politicians, but like worldwide politicians are these 
young politicians that want to make a name for themselves. You know, I think Governor Gretchen Whitmer went so hard after vaping because she wanted to be known as like the governor that was tough on vaping. It wasn't really about public health. It was kind of more about bolstering her image. That's the vibe that I get of what's happening in Denmark. So we can all facepalm simultaneously when we read this. Junior health minister, that's him right there, Paul Bolhukis, uh, has vaping in his sights and says research that he's read, research that he's read suggests that e-cigarettes are a gateway to youngsters becoming smokers. Ah. Ready? Gateway? Gateway. He's jumping on the gateway effect bandwagon. The gateway effect. Oh, these, these are helping millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of smokers worldwide get away from deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes. We have the lowest adult smoking rates in the nation right now. We have the lowest youth smoking rates in the nation right now. But you never know. They could lead to cigarettes. I wonder what literature he's been reading. Could it be from this guy, Stanton Glantz, the discredited and disgraced UCSF tobacco researcher Stanton Glantz who made the preposterous, it's okay, Logan, I washed my hands, who made the preposterous claims that that vaping will lead to youth smoking despite having, what's that word? Zero evidence to back it up despite having, based on literally nothing, based on literally nothing. I don't know how you can look at the numbers and think that vaping would possibly lead to smoking considering we have, once again, Lowest youth smoking rates of all time. I mean, of all time. No one cared in 1993 when I was smoking cigarettes and the youth smoking rate was well above 24%. What did we get told? Oh, we got dare. You know, we got dare, quit or die, dare. Horrible. Now we have the lowest youth smoking rates and they think vaping leads to smoking. That's all. I just wanted to poke fun at uh, at this guy right here, Junior Health Minister Paul Bohukas. Riding that gateway train. Riding that gateway train. That's insane to me. Stanton Glance, you lunatic. So uh, one more thing I wanted to squeeze in here. Mm, San Francisco, man. So San Francisco, uh, last year, uh, banned vaping, flavor ban in San Francisco, flavor ban. Uh, They cited youth uptake as the reason that they were banning flavors. They just, really it was like an anti-jewel thing. They kept saying vaping, but really we know when they mention youth vaping, they mean youth jeweling. There's a reason why all of the youths that were doing it were calling it jeweling and not vaping. That alone should have been a little bit of a red flag to, to any tobacco controller, to any lawmaker. Well, the kids are calling it jeweling. Maybe it's a jewel problem. Nah. So they banned it. Well, what happened? What's been happening in San Francisco? 
Anybody want to venture a guess? Well, they did a study. There's a study right here published on pubmed.gov. I got this via Charles Gardner over there on Twitter, one of my favorite uh, doctor advocates over there on Twitter. This is the impact that this flavor ban has had in San Francisco among young adults. And it is kind of exactly what we expected. The prevalence of overall flavored tobacco use decreased 81 and 85% to 69 and 76% for 18 to 24 year olds. Keeping in mind that 21 to 24 year olds are legal, consenting adults that can smoke or vape whatever they want because they're old enough. That is the part that really upsets me about this. They also talk about the prevalence of flavored e-cigarettes decreased from 57 and 56% to 45 and 45, 45 and 48% for 25 to 34 year olds. So completely legal adults, 25, you're, you're well, you can drink, you can smoke, you can rent a car at 25. I don't know why they're concerned about 25 and 34 year olds using flavored e-cigarettes. Hi, you live in America where you have the freedom when you're old enough to partake in a lot of really great things. And even when you're not old enough, you can eat a Big Mac every day for the rest of your life. You can buy 12 cartons of cigarettes and smoke them all in one day if you want to, because welcome to America, we have the freedom to be stupid and make bad decisions here if we want to. It's all in the Constitution, even the McDonald's stuff. They didn't even know about it back then. So what are the conclusions that they came to here? This is going to be great. These findings suggest that comprehensive local flavor bans by themselves cannot sharply reduce the availability or use of flavored tobacco products among residents. <gasps> what? I, it's like I it's like I want to just call San Francisco and be and just San Francisco? Yeah, hi. Told you so. These findings suggest that comprehensive local flavor bans by themselves cannot sharply reduce the availability or use of flavored tobacco products among residents. Nevertheless, local bans can still significantly reduce overall e-cigarette use and cigar smoking, but may increase cigarette smoking. Did you see that? Congratulations, San Francisco. You got people in your city to quit vaping. <laughs> vaping and got them back on tobacco cigarettes. The de facto ban in San Francisco has led to more cigarette smoking, which if you're in public health or you're concerned about public health at all, might give you pause. It might make you go, hmm, Maybe this, uh, maybe this ban isn't working if people are smoking again, but if you're Governor Gavin Newsom and you're relying on that MSA money that you get, you know, from the tobacco companies based on cigarette sales in your state, you might even be a little bit excited. You think, you think Gavin Newsom peed a little bit when he saw cigarette sales going back up in his state? Like, oh, give me that MSA money, man. San Francisco was a test ground for the state of California. They banned vaping all flavors in San Francisco and it did what? It led to more cigarette use. So they've decided to take this wonderful idea that 
that created wonderful results in San Francisco, and now they want to take it statewide, baby. Statewide flavor ban. Let's get those cigarette sales up. Let's get those cigarette sales up. I'm going to be posting a link uh, to this in the in the description of this video and in the chat right now if anybody wants to go click on it. Although, you know, don't click on it now. Stay here. Stay here. Stay here with me. Don't leave. Don't leave. And then the very last thing, because it's 5 freaking 45. God coils. Sometimes I just need to take a vape break. Cheers. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, the very last thing I wanted to talk about is I've been, uh, I've been, like I said, I, I end up reading like more than I've ever read ever in my life. And I just read article after article, after study, after study, after article, after article, both viewpoints, anti-articles, pro-articles, everything. I just, I want to have all the, the most information I can have. And I ran across this article from 2014 from Discover Magazine, discovermagazine.com. This is from 2014 and it's called, uh, you know, that's what she said, named their show this a few weeks ago, Nicotine, the Wonder Drug, 2014. It's a big, long article that talks about a lot, 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 lot of stuff. We as a society and a culture and as a scientific, whatever, medical community, I'm, I don't know, I'm not part of that, but you know, the medical scientific establishment have been studying nicotine for a very, 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 very long time. Really very, very long time. Very long time. We're pretty well aware, at least the scientific community is pretty well aware of what nicotine is, what it does, how it affects you, uh, why cigarettes are more addictive than just plain nicotine. And I wanted to just read real quickly the end of this. Real quickly the end of this because it ends on such a great note. This goes over loads of information about nicotine, the receptors in your brain and how it affects nicotine and the studies that they've been doing with Parkinson's patients. And they notice that, wow, how come all of these Parkinson's patients, none of them are smokers? Maybe there's something there. Maybe nicotine is delaying or, you know, delaying the onset of Parkinson's and things like this. And as uh, someone who has a, a dad who has Parkinson's, I find this incredibly, incredibly fascinating, incredibly fascinating. They talk about addiction. They talk about more research is needed. They talk about what else they can use nicotine for outside of Parkinson's, like for other therapeutic reasons. They also find that when they use nicotine for therapeutic reasons, that the level of dependence or addiction that happens after it is, you know, slim to none. It's crazy. So I'm going to end this uh, news and advocacy with this. This is just fantastic. Uh, I'm going to read this whole thing. You don't have to, or you can read along. Not the great Satan. Perhaps most surprising than that, and it was just talking about, uh, I'd, I'd have to go back and read, uh, read the whole damn thing. Perhaps more surprising than that, in studies by Boyd and others, nicotine has not caused addiction or withdrawal when used to treat diseases. These findings fly in the face of nicotine's reputation as one of the most addictive substances known. But its reputation is built on myth. Sorry, I had to pull it down there because I had to, you know, exaggerate. Its reputation is built on myth. 
Tobacco may well be as addictive as heroin as some have claimed, but as scientists know, getting mice or other animals hooked on nicotine alone is dauntingly difficult. As a 2007 paper in the journal Neuropharmacology put it, tobacco use is one of the great one of the highest rates of addiction of any abused drug. Paradoxically, it's almost impossible to get laboratory animals hooked on pure nicotine, though it has a mildly pleasant effect. The same study found that tobacco smoke itself is necessary to amp up nicotine's addictiveness. In 2005, for instance, researchers at the California University of California, Irvine, found that animals self-administer a combination of nicotine, acetyl, acetylhyde, an organic chemical found in tobacco significantly more than other either chemical alone. In 2009, a French team found that combining nicotine with a cocktail of five other chemicals found in tobacco, these big words that I can't possibly pronounce, can't possibly pronounce. These are, I believe these are whole tobacco alkaloids. I believe these are the al alkaloids of the tobacco plant that makes the nicotine much, much more addictive. Additionally, cigarette manufacturers, all of the additives in combustible tobacco cigarettes are there to enhance the nicotine experience, heighten it, get it in your bloodstream even quicker, even quicker. In 2009, a French team found that combining nicotine with a cocktail of other chemicals slightly increased rats' hyperactivity and self-administration of the mix compared with nicotine alone. They're basically saying that these rats, they liked the nicotine with all the other additives in it because all the other additives increased the effects of the nicotine, whereas nicotine alone, like the nicotine that's maybe in one of these bottles on my desk, but there's actually no nicotine in any of these bottles, thanks to YouTube. The nicotine that's in these bottles isn't nearly as addictive in and of itself as nicotine in a combustible tobacco cigarette with these alkaloids and additives included. In short, the estimated 45.3 million people or 19.3% of adults in the United States who still smoke are not nicotine fiends. They're nicotine anabase, nicotine antabine, nicotine mycemine, aldehyde, who knows what else fiends. It is tobacco with the thousands of chemical constituents that rightly merits our fear and loathing as the great Satan of addictiveness. Nicotine alone? Not so much. Awesome. This is a great article. I'm gonna post a link to it in the chat right now, as well as in the description of this video. I'd highly encourage everybody to read it. I've personally been trying to, like I said, read as much as I can, obviously about like current events and, and vaping and you know, as it relates to the poli political world and things like that. But I've also really been digging into nicotine itself. I've been re reading a lot of Sally Sattel articles all about nicotine, everything we know about nicotine now and it is crazy how wrong people are about what nicotine is and what nicotine does. And it's not just out of ignorance. 
The American Heart Association on their website has a section that's called the damaging effects of smoking and nicotine on your body. And in this post, they just continuously just destroy nicotine and talk about how horrible it is. And I can't help but go, I know that that's wrong and all I've done is internet research. How is not everybody calling out the American Heart Association on their beliefs about nicotine? It is completely disingenuous and they're, it's border, they're just borderline straight up lying about it. Borderline straight up lying about it. So right now that's gonna bring us to the end of this news and advocacy segment. And that's fine because we've got a lot to do still. We've got three more segments to get through that I am determined to get through. I, I, the mail that I have is not, it's one little thing. I, I'm, we're just gonna skip mail this week. I'm sorry, we're just gonna skip mail this week. Uh, I, it's one DHL package and that's it. I'm assuming it's, it's, a, it's a pod of some sort from China. That's all I'm assuming that that is. What I wanna do is get to the retro vaping, get to the liquid tasting, and get to getting to know Grim Green because the record we have tonight, we're gonna be ending this with getting to know Grim Green. The record we have tonight is possibly one of the most important records that I have in my collection, and it is easily far and away the most, I don't know, sentimental record that I have in my collection. I didn't get to talk about the nicotine prescription. We're gonna save that for Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. How about that? Damn it, man. We're gonna save that for Tuesday, bro, Tuesday, Breeze Tones, okay? <laughs> okay, I promise, Breeze Tones, we're gonna get your story in there because I find it completely, completely fascinating. So we're gonna save that for Tuesday, bro, Tuesday next week. And right now, ooh, let's do a this. Oh, uh, I'll take uh, when your bumper doesn't work for so 800, Alex. So I've been watching oh, the congressional Dimitri's back. Like Dimitri, what are you doing here? Go away. That's, come on, retro vaping. Yeah, we're gonna do some retro vaping right now. So let me show you guys what we're gonna be retro vaping tonight is a art is an RTA. Michelle Lynn, thank you. Hydrate. Sorry, I know. Look, whenever I talk about news and advocacy, I just get yelly and I just get rage sweaty and I can't help it. Every week I tell myself the same thing: calm the fuck down, Grim Green. Calm down, I can't, <laughs> I can't. I just start talking about it and I just fly off the fucking handle. So I'm sorry, I apologize. News and advocacy always gets a little bit like, you know, really, really into it. So, and I don't want the vlog to become just full news and advocacy. Like that's what Tuesday is for. Tuesday is the news day. Vlog day is bite-sized news, you know, bite-sized news, important little news tidbits and things like that. That's what the vlog is supposed to be. But news and advocacy, it's just the time, it's just the, the day and age that we live in right now in 2020 when everybody hates vaping. We believe in vaping. We know it works. It's literally us against them. And I feel like if I don't get mad about it every week, I feel like I'm not doing vaping justice. I feel like vaping changed my life, 
literally changed my life. I owe it to vaping to stand up for it every single time. And so I just get upset. Stay hydrated, hydro homies. So we're gonna be vaping an RTA today. We're gonna be vaping an RTA if I can find the top cap. So this is an old RTA from uh, maybe uh, 2017. We're gonna say this is only 2017. It feels ancient. Wicking it felt ancient. Putting it together felt, <coughs> pardon me, that was really gross. Wicking it felt ancient. Let me show you the deck. This is the deck of the RTA that we're building tonight. Anybody out there kind of want to venture a guess as to maybe uh, as to maybe what that is? You're right, Duggar. We are winning. Sorry for the delay. You're right. We are winning. Anybody know what RTA this is? I... I couldn't tell you. If you showed me that picture, I wouldn't be able to tell you other than it kind of says it a little bit at the bottom there. But what this RTA deck represents, this is the Flux. This is the Flux RTA. All right, we're gonna get to the Super Chats. I have to do the retro vaping. I spent so much time wicking this that I have to vape this. This is the Flux RTA and it's a weird ass RTA. I used to love this RTA, love this RTA like crazy. British eyes got it. The Flux RTA. I used to just live and die for this RTA. In retrospect, I'm kind of wondering why I did love this RTA so much. And it's because it vapes really well. That's what this comes down to. It is, I just filled it up right now. Damn. Here it is right here. This RTA, this particular RTA right here, this is the Flux RTA. It was a, a huge inspiration for me when I was designing my RTA, the Type 2 that is still coming out in like a few weeks. A lot of heavy inspiration from this. The clean lines, I really, really liked. Just a whole lot. It's got a two-piece chimney on the inside, and although it's not executed that well, it's still a two-piece chimney, and it works okay, and it, I like it because of the flavor. I like the restricted airflow of this RTA quite a bit, quite a bit. Wicking it is a whole other nightmare. But what I was able to do is I used a little bit more modern of a technique on it. I used that Mike Vapes technique. And I just learned this by watching his videos where you do the, uh, you know, you don't have to, have to necessarily push your wicks down into these, into these channels and then try to thread around it. What I did, which I've never done on this RTA before, is do that like fold the wick under so that it's sitting kind of on top of that juice flow sort of channel that's there at the bottom of the RTA so that it can get to your cotton. We're gonna see if it worked. It hasn't become a gurgly leaky mess yet, which I thought for sure. I, I, I wicked this literally three minutes before the vlog started and I'm thinking, well, this is gonna leak. I mean, it just is. It's just definitely, definitely gonna leak. 100% gonna leak. Filled it up, not leaking. My favorite thing about this RTA is, again, look how clean this RTA is. 
tell me where the airflow is. Yeah, it's this little crack right here and you adjust it open or closed. You just twist this around and you can't see anything being adjusted or anything like that. It's all sort of hidden behind the scenes there. It's got that really desirable restricted lung hit. I don't love, it's, you know, it's one of the reasons why I never liked like huge cloud chasey, like the comp life stuff or like the old, uh, the old, uh, the, 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 the dark horse RDA or the, the Eric RDA. It's too much airflow. Shut up. I'm not in a cloud comp. I don't need that much airflow. Restrict it down for me a little bit. Give me some nice, smooth, restricted lung. That's, that's my jam. I loaded this up with the berry milk pie, zero milligram, no nicotine, berry milk pie. I'm gonna see if this Mike Babe's wicking technique worked on here. The crazy thing is, look at these coils. Do you see these coils here? These are fused Claptons. How many wraps is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 wraps. That's 10 wraps of fused Clapton on a three millimeter. This is maxing out the proportions of this deck. And I'm just like, no, that's normal. That's just how I'm gonna rock it. 0.63, that dual coil that you're looking at right there came out to a 0.63. That's bananas. I don't know how it got that high. The only thing I can think about is back in the day, Back, way back in 2016, I got this spool of uh, wire, pre-Clapton Clapton, came on a big spool. And it was just one of those things from Coilmaster that like, you can tell it was just made in a Chinese factory and they just crank out, you know, miles of this stuff and just wrapped it on a spool and gave it to me. And I noticed when using this particular fuse Clapton spool that the resistance was always really, really high. So I would save this fuse Clapton spool to use on all of my series stuff like Noisy Cricket, Noisy Cricket 2 and that stuff was happening when everybody was like, you know, series, J-Bo, Noisy Cricket, which I still love the Noisy Cricket. That needs to be a retro vape sooner rather than later. I've only got this set to 43 watts right now because it is that restricted lung. Let's give it a shot. Let's see if the flux holds up. Kind of. I'm definitely going to need some more wattage here. I don't know why I thought 40 watts would work. There it goes. It works. Damn, that flavor is phenomenal. Okay. I remember why I like this RTA. The combination of this nice restricted lung airflow, the reduced chamber on the inside, I have maxed it out with three millimeter coils on there. The flavor is just stellar, stellar flavor. Shit. That airflow honestly feels a lot like my airflow. Mine's a hair more restricted. Let me turn this down a little bit. I'm gonna to try to make these the exact same. Less. Oh, pardon me. I said I was gonna mute. Okay, I think I got them all out there. Too far, too far. Oh, that's nice. Restricted it down to where the type two is.
Awesome. This berry milk pie tastes freaking delicious in here. Dang, dude. This Flux RTA, it's holding up. It's holding up something fierce. I kind of just wanted to get this out for retro vaping so I could continue to vape it. It's one of those things where I was like, I loved this RTA. Why am I not using this RTA? I loved it. Now I can use it. I justified it by doing it as a retro vaping. Like I said, this came out 2017. No notoriety really to it. No fanfare, no real hype. It was just one of those like sleeper RTAs that kind of came out. And if you got it, then you got it and you loved it. And I happened to get one and I loved it. I used to rock this on my single 18650 USV Arc somehow. I don't know how I ran a 0.69, a 0.69 dual fuse Clapton on a single 18650. Like I wish I could go back in time in 2017 and be like, what, how were you even doing that? How was that even, how was that even enjoyable? What were you doing there? Great. Great. And the wicking is holding up. Haven't seen any bubbles happen yet, but that doesn't mean they're not happening. Come on. What's weird is when I first put this on this DNA250C, it said no atomizer, no atomizer, no atomizer. So I'm like, all right, tighten down all the connections, screw it back down. Finally, eventually worked, but now it keeps giving me like a... A no atomizer warning. Banging. Look, for those interested, I just got this out because I wanted to vape it again. This is from 2017. It's the Flux RTA. Don't even recall who made this. Synthetic Cloud? Was it Synthetic Cloud or was it USV that made this? Who made the Flux? British Eyes, where are you at? Where you at? I need to know who made the, <laughs> I need, tell me. Why won't you tell me? I don't know who made the flux, but look, if you're looking for a solid old school RTA and you can find a used flux anywhere, buy it, buy it and vape it. Be annoyed with wicking it, but just know that it's worth it once you get it done. Dang, okay, well dang, the flux RTA. I'm really glad I vaped that again. I really missed this. This was, I vaped this RTA almost all summer long in 2017, almost all summer long. I really like that. Ah, kick ass, kick ass, kick ass. Okay, well now, you know what we're gonna do. Let's get back to some of these, uh, back to some of these here super chats because I have a feeling that they're piling up. Uh, that's where Tenacious TX vapes, Jessica, whoops, I lost it. Jessica Gordon, very gracious of you. I just joined your Patreon, so excited. Holy crap. Jessica, welcome. Let me be the first to give you a warm, hearty yo-yoy. Welcome to the party, pal. It's good times over here. Do me a favor when you sign up, email my wife, caseygrimgreen.com. She's gonna get you all hooked up with the Instagram, all hooked up with the Patreon, It's or all hooked up with the Discord. It's so much fun. We stream on Wednesdays. Welcome. Malcolm, very gracious of you. I've run out of money now, but I wanna buy juice this week, so I can't super chat anymore. Why did you spend five euros to send me that? You could have put that in the chat, and I would have been just as happy. I'll, I'll, I'll refund you that five bucks, man. Times are tough. Look, times are tough, and everybody needs all the help they can get. 
Real Jim Shady, besides flavors, the hobby and community aspect uh, is what really helped keep me off the cigs. That's where you came in. Thanks, dude, forever grateful. Look, thank you. I mean, that's that's what I do here. I'm an encourager. I want to encourage you to vape and I want to help you try to get the vape that you need, the vape that satisfies you. I was just talking to some guy on my last Tuesday, bro, Tuesday in the comments who was in a very similar boat. He'd tried vaping. It didn't really stick. We're trying to figure out like what he could do. Maybe some salt nick would be an option. I just really, I want you to quit. I want you to quit smoking. I really do. And that's what I'm here for. I'll encourage you. I'll encourage you until the cows come home. Steve, very gracious of you. Okay, how those crazy coils from Kent? Oh, you mean the God coils? They're amazing. Truly amazing. Truly, truly an amazing coil. In fact, um, the guy that helped Kent do this, Clouds, 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 bro, something. I am bad with names. I'm really bad with names. He's done a variation of the God coil. He stapled the God coil, which if you're a builder and you know what stapling is, he stapled the God coil and I have to try it. I simply have to try it. So I'm gonna try to get with him and see if I can get some of his staple God coils to vape in an upcoming vlog because maybe I can put those next to, you know, side by side with the God coil. That could be a thing, Steve. Nick, awesome, very gracious of you. Uh, got to see those mods, <laughs> got to see those mods fit on the coaster. Yeah, here's the problem. It's like if this is on the coaster and this is on the coaster, it's like, all right, I'll put this and that. And then that's it. That's what can sit on my desk. If I want a 120 on there, it's gonna take up valuable valuable real estate. It's a good rule to live by. I, I suggest it. Dusty Bake. Dusty Bake? I'm calling you Dusty Bake. Yo, yo, today is my seven-year vape anniversary. I still remember the first vaping I video I watched was your Vamo review. Thanks for all the entertaining and awesome content over the years. Cheers, brother. Cheers, Dusty. Holy crap, dude. The Vamo? That's, that's some old school shit. That's some real old school. I have a box that I recently found of mods that I don't know if I've seen in like five or six years. I'm gonna be going through it. There's some golden retro vaping gems in there and I think this is the box that contains my Vamo. In fact, my Vamo has a J-Wrap wrap on it, grimgreen.com J-Wrap on it. Crazy. <laughs> Congratulations, Dusty. Everybody remembers their vape anniversary. Everybody remembers their vape anniversary. Matt Sinister, loving that mango on the Kali V2. Yeah, dude, that's probably awesome. Dwayne hit it out of the park. Remember, next Thursday, May 28th is my 44th birthday. Stoked that it's on vlog day. Holy shit, Matt Sinister. Yes, happy birthday. Happy early birthday, Matt Sinister. We'll sing you happy birthday for real officially, uh, officially next week. Malcolm, very gracious of you. Does anyone know where I can get an uh, I can get authentic merch? Are you looking for Grim Green merch? Or are you looking for just any 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 merch at all? Because I don't know. Every vendor and every person, like this Coil Turd shirt came from coilturd.com. I get Kent stuff from his website. I get other people's stuff from their website. Um, my stuff will be available at some point somewhere. Um, I, I'm, I'm launching a merch store. It's called The Merch Booth. And it's gonna be fucking awesome. So I'll let you guys know. I'll let you know if you're interested. I appreciate that, Malcolm. Logan, just some love. 
Cheers, Nick. Cheers, Logan exhales. You're an inspiration to me. Jake Scrapwood uh, is an empire logo with blue instead of red sacrilege asking for a friend. No, 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 no. You can do the empire logo in blue. You know, remember the inside of the Star Destroyers, they're all like, you know, gray and in that like gray, black, blue kind of color, color scheme. You can get away. You can get away with the blue Imperial. Lee, very gracious of you. Are you going to ship goods to the UK and EU, sir? Yes. I mean, yes, as soon as I figure it out. <laughs> as soon as I figure out how to do it, it will definitely be a thing. Uh, the Grim Green merch booth is gonna be open worldwide to anybody that wants to jump on board. Um, I'm, I'm certainly not trying to hype it up. I hate, I, I, I just hate that. I just don't like that. We're gonna have mugs and pins and patches and shirts and, and hats and like so much cool shit. So much cool shit. Uh, I've, been, I've been working with uh, Eric, Mr. Vinyl and Vapor, incredible artist. We're working on some very, very cool stuff and I'm really excited about it. Steven, very gracious of you. Hey Nick, uh, just, hey Nick, I just joined your Grim Army status on Patreon. I've been a longtime subscriber and fan uh, and doesn't show up on my profile. Anyway, if you could give a shout out to my beautiful wife, Jessica, and our adorable son, Calix? Callie? Cal is the X silent. I'm gonna mispronounce your son's name and that makes me feel bad and I'm sorry. Yes, but we're definitely gonna shout out Jack, Jessica, as well as you, Steven. Yo, yo, and welcome to you and your son, Callie or Calix could be one of the two that I'm just butchering that name and mispronouncing it. I apologize. I nuggle. <laughs> that Star Wars poster I sent is mass produced and not real autographs, but still sick. Oh, Oh, fuck it. Who cares? Still sick. Still sick. Pumped to be here. Uh, pumped to be here live. Here's to you. Blotto on top of the Minikin V2. Dude, I was just rocking my Minikin V2 for weeks. I love that mod. I'm glad you're rocking the Minikin V2. I really like that thing. Um, Malcolm, here, let's do Malcolm's. Don't forget, not e-cigarette, harm reduction product. That's right harm reduction product. On Tuesday Bro Tuesday, I was reading articles and in place of e-cigarettes, I was putting harm reduction product, completely changed the whole narrative of the article. Made everybody who, uh, it made everybody look really, really, uh, really dumb. All right, we're gonna pick up with Ranger Man because I have a liquid tasting and it is, it's another Indonesian juice and I can't wait to try it. I'm also gonna really quickly take a bio break so, I'll be right back. Woo! Yeah. All right. It was just, you know, that's the side effect of, uh, of beer and staying hydrated hydro homies. That's just a thing that happens. We're gonna be vaping this liquid tonight on top of my Michelle Lynn Dull Dime number 11. Look, 11. I think it's number 11 on the inside. Got some Galicis in there. This is an original recipe, Recoil, RDA, RDA. Where'd my top cap go? RDA, and I even got a red uh, top cap, Michelle, to match, to match the Altoids tin. But the liquid, oh, we still have getting to know Grim Green. That's okay. We can do getting to know Grim Green last. We always do that last anyway. We always do that last anyway. Got an Indonesian liquid here. 
Indonesian liquid. So I'm kind of curious to see if it has menthol and culotta in it because every Indonesian liquid I've tasted so far has menthol and culotta in it. This happens to be Hexome e-liquid. Never had Hexome e-liquid. This is just called Lunar. This is a strawberry cheesecake, which really, that really trips me out if there's gonna be uh, menthol or culotta in this. Even more tripping me out is it is in a an amber glass dripper bottle. Glass dripper bottles. Interesting, right? Interesting. Let me take a uh, strawberry cheesecake, zero milligram. Zero milligram e-liquid. Let's just do a quick knuckle test. Nope, no menthol, no culotta, but holy crap. Whoa, that is crazy. That tastes, uh, yeah, strawberry cheesecake. I mean, the strawberry in this is kind of insane. I have not had a strawberry. It tastes, it legitimately tastes like, like Duncan Hines strawberry frosting. Tastes like strawberry frosting. There it is. There's that dull dime hitting well. Tastes like strawberry frosting. Wow. I cannot wait to vape this. I'm really hoping that it tastes as good as it does on the knuckle test. Dang. Dang. All right. Well, this is going to be great. Let's get this cap on here. I think I'm missing an O-ring on this recoil, and that bums me out. Airflow's lined up. Good, good. Hey, that looks cool on there, right? Ooh, that's cool. So... Uh, let's just, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to juice this up just a little bit more. I'm going to take our inaugural toot here of this Lunar Hexome Liquid from Indonesia Strawberry Cheesecake. Straw, I always, why do I go like this close? Why do I think it will focus that close? Just back up a little bit, Grim Green. Just back up a hair. Jeez, bro. Cheers. All right. So. I'm gonna do what I always do. Just give me one second, real quick right now. The first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kill the audio, so it's just gonna go silent. I, I do a podcast version of this. It's on iTunes and SoundCloud. I cut, I edit it down for time. So anytime I take a bio break or things like this, it all gets cut out, just, just so people are aware. So I'm gonna do that. Okay. This is incredible. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. This liquid is incredible. I don't need to spend any more time with it. It is incredible. This isn't just, what did they do? This is like sorcery. There's some black magic fuckery going on here because this liquid is incredible. I instantly am so incredibly disappointed that I may not be able to get this liquid in the United States because this liquid is <laughs> I'm, this liquid is awesome and a half. It's a strawberry cheesecake. It's heavy on the cheesecake, 
light on the strawberry, heavy on the graham cracker crust. And that heavy graham cracker crust is really doing it for me right now in a really severe, severely beautiful way. Holy shit. Holy shit. Hang on. I need to find every other strawberry cheesecake flavor I have and literally just throw them away. You go away. You go away. You go away. Terrible. They can't hold a candle to this strawberry cheesecake. This is unreal. It, it, it's such a cohesive flavor. You can pick out the ch cheesecake. You can pick out the strawberry in my head when I vape this because that's what I do with every liquid that I have. Every liquid I have that I taste, I just picture something in my head that it tastes like. And this is a cheesecake, a slice of cheesecake. Thick, thick fucking creamy slice of cheesecake. Strawberry glaze just sort of coating the top, just beautifully lightly coating the top. And then just the sweetest like quarter inch graham cracker crust on the bottom. And when you take that fork and you get the strawberry and the big hunk of cheesecake and that, and that's crust and the crust goes into your mouth first and it, and you, that's what I picture. That's what I picture. The crust is maybe even like a little bit, a little bit crumbly, like it's been sweetened, not with like a ton of sugar, but sweetened with like honey or something. It's got this like organic sweetness to it. I don't know what Indonesia is doing with e-liquids, but they are killing it. They are killing it. There was a time when, of course, I'm an American, so I'll say this. There was a time when everybody wanted American e-liquids. We were just creating the best shit around. Everybody wanted American e-liquids. All I want to vape right now is Indonesian e-liquids because this Lunar Strawberry Cheesecake is incredible. Incredible. Uh, I don't even know what else to say. It's legitimately, I mean, one of the best liquids I've ever had. I, I guess Hexome makes it, Craving Vapor makes it, uh, Vape Zoo makes it. This was a liquid that was brought back to me uh, from Indonesia by Beecher. He, he got me a bunch of liquids. Shout out Coil Turd. Go to coilturd.com and buy some shit. Help out a local guy. Help out a small business. It's banging. I wish that I had gallons of this. I wish that I had like a jug. You know, that's a unit of measure, isn't it? A jug. I wish I had a jug of this. I wish you could all taste this. Here. Did you get that? Do you get those sparkling top notes, that creamy, dense cheesecake and that graham cracker crust? This is crazy. Dwayne, this is crazy liquid, bro. You need to try this. I am, I am blown away. I'm blown away right now by this e-liquid. Completely and utterly blown away. It is what it is. I don't know how to get your hands on it. It comes from Indonesia. It's made by Craving Vapor. It's called Lunar Strawberry Cheesecake. This is 
I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I can't even compare it to Boule Bolu, but as impressed as I was the first time I tasted Boule Bolu, I'm nine times more impressed by this Luna cheesecake, strawberry cheesecake. This is crazy good. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Dude, I love being surprised by stuff like that. This was, I had the lowest hopes for this e-liquid. I thought out of all of the liquids that Beecher brought back for me that this was the most boring, you know? I'm like, oh, look at this one. And look at, look at this mung bean and look at all this. Look at this Tokyo banana menthol, what? I went through all of the other Indonesian juices. This is the last one because I'm like, well, you know, it's boring. I guess I'll do the strawberry cheesecake now. This is, this is the best one. This is the best one out of all of them. Maybe not that lunar sweet mango, but this is a this is amazing. This is an incredible liquid. No affiliation, not sponsored in any way. Beecher brought that to me out of the kindness of his own heart. And Beecher, thank you. I know you're not even here tonight. That's how good of a friend you are. <laughs> just kidding. Oh shit, I'm just kidding, Beecher. I love you. You know that. Thank you for that for that strawberry cheesecake. Holy crap. So it looks like we have some more super chats to do and we're gonna, I'm gonna save the super chats to the very end because I do want to get to this because I have to add these tracks to the playlist. It's not on my, it's not on my stream deck and that's stupid. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Oh, that's quicker than I thought it was. Um, here we are. We're getting to know Grim Green a little bit. First of all, since we're here towards the end of the vlog here, I just want to say thank you guys for coming out. I love that you love the vlog. I love that this is like a Thursday thing that we get to do. And I like that I get to share it with you guys. I look forward to this as much as, as anybody else does. I love it throughout the week. I love putting together little segments and thinking of little things I can do. And I'm gonna pick out this retro vaping. I'm gonna get this liquid. I'm gonna craft this vlog and it's gonna be really fun. And I'm gonna get this news. And I just love it. And thank you guys for hanging out with me. I always say this, but you guys that make it to the end, you're just my favorite people on earth. If I ever in the future get the opportunity to meet you in real life, I do dispense crisp high fives. You can go in for a full on hug, assuming that, you know, maybe a social distancing kind of hug. I'm not really sure what's going on. But right now we're gonna do a little bit of getting to know Grim Green. And what we've been doing recently here on getting to know Grim Green is going through my, albeit small, but important record collection. I've recently got into collecting records and I only buy, I'm on the mission for like, the best of the best. I want like my favorite, favorite albums on vinyl. Like I feel like that's, I really wanna own my favorite music. You know, in this world of like streaming and Apple and iTunes and Spotify's and all the things that the kids are listening to, everything's so temporary now, you know? You can watch The Rise of Skywalker on Disney Plus and you never have to buy it. You don't own it. You can just watch it whenever you want. I like owning things. I like owning music. And this album is incredibly sentimental to me. And it's going to kind of bring together a lot of the things that I've been talking about on getting to know Grim Green as it relates to my friend, Mark Moots. I've talked about Mark Moots a lot on these segments and these getting to know Grim Green segments in the vlog. Mark Moots was, still is a very near and dear friend. We spent years together playing in the Swamp Donkey 
The Swamp Donkey. Mark Moots introduced my brain to a world of music that I had never paid attention to and introduced me to incredible, incredible bands. I mean, stuff like Clutch, stuff like Fu Manchu. Love this stuff. So I owe a lot of my musical taste to Mark Moots. And I was, I feel, I, I felt honored to be able to be able to play music with Mark Moots. You see, Mark Moots, he was the vocalist uh, in a death metal band, eh, like a techie death metal band named December. I'll, I'll post a link in the description to one of my favorite December songs, but they were a local Reno band that kind of blew up pretty big. I mean, they toured Europe with bands like Creator. You know, they were gonna tour with like Bleeding Through. This was a big, big like metalcore death metal band and Mark was the vocalist and his vocals are amazing. They inspired my vocals for when I was in a death metal band, you know? And for whatever reasons, this, that, and the other, December ended like at the peak of their popularity. They were just about to blow the fuck up. And Mark said, no, I wanna do my music. And Mark Moots started his new musical journey and he was, I was lucky enough to just be a little bit of a part of that. I was in with him and the Swamp Donkey for a few years. I eventually left the band. They morphed into Weight of the Tide. Weight, oh, boobs. I gotta cover those up for YouTube. There's some hand-drawn boobies on here. Weight of the Tide. The Swamp Donkey sort of became, through new members and lineup changes, Mark Moots and a couple guys, and they became Weight of the Tide. And they are, they're great. This is an unbelievable record. It's short. It's like, I wouldn't say it's a full length. It's an LP. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five tracks on this. And we're putting two of these tracks on the playlist today. And what it is, it's, it's really hard to explain, honestly. You can, I, when I listen to it, I can tell Mark Moots' influences on it. I'm like, oh, there's, you know, there's a lot of catatonia kind of feeling to this. A lot of slow, not sludgy, but kind of sludgy, but really, really very heavy. Also intermixed with like that catatonia style, melodic sort of like really over the top singing melodic choruses on top of it. I, I love it. I heard Way to the Tide and I just ate it up with a spoon. I went, yep, that's where Mark was going. You know, I got to kind of, I mean, I don't want to give myself too much credit, but I, like I said, I feel honored to just be a part of his musical journey. And I got to be a little bit of a part of this, you know, and I could see what he was doing with the Swamp Donkey and the songs he wanted to write. And I can tell that like, this is where he really wanted to be. Like the Swamp Donkey started off as like a fun, Fu Manchu, Caius kind of stoner Rocky band, and it eventually became Weight of the Fucking Tide. Um, all original artwork, uh, Weight of the Tide. Let me cover up the boobs again. So the, the two tracks that we're gonna be putting on the playlist from Weight of the Tide is the very first track, all told, amazing. Awesome banger. It's a banger. The next banger, which is the banger of the album. This is, this is, the banger that, this is my favorite song that Mark has ever written, favorite song that Mark's ever been a part of. It's called Architect. And it is just one of my favorite fucking things ever. The riffs in it, it's like, 
It's like, here's how I would describe it. It's like Crowbar covering Catatonia songs. That's how I would describe Weight of the Tide. Crowbar covering Catatonia songs. So we're putting All Told and Architect on the Getting to Know Grim Green Spotify playlist. It's gonna be down in the description below. If you wanted to venture out into Spotify, you can still find some Swamp Donkey stuff on there. Weight of the Tide recorded a few Swamp Donkey songs that I was a part of, but I didn't play on. Again, I was just happy to be a part of it. They're up on Spotify. They're great, great songs. Stillwater is another great one that's out there. From that was a Swamp Donkey song that became a Tide song that you know they ended up recording as a, on their Tide you know their first EP. They're on Undergroove Records. They're from Reno, Nevada. Mark fucking Moots. I love Mark Moots and I love Weight of the Tide and I can't wait for you guys to hear these tracks. All Told and Architect. In fact, if you're gonna start with one, start with Architect. That's the one that is I feel is like the banger of bangers on this album. Top to bottom, it's great but Architect is really the banger. Cool? Cool, you guys. God, I love talking about music, and I love talking about my friends, and I love talking about my friends that make music. That's just one of my favorite things ever. I have a lot of really talented friends, you know, because I'm I'm not super hyper-talented myself, and I just like surrounding myself with more talented people, maybe hoping some of that will rub off. <laughs> well, some of that will rub off on me, rub off on me. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. Weight of the Tide. Here we are, six minutes past the bottom of the hour, and we're going to finish up this here vlog with some super chats. Oh, the, the oh, there it is. Nope. It's just black. Hey, I'll fake it. That's pretty close, right? That's pretty close. So like I said, thank you everybody for coming out. Um, we're just gonna be finishing up some of these super chats, man. And let's uh, let's just jump into it. Uh, I don't even remember where I left off. Where, where did I even leave off? Let's see, Logan, Jake, Lee, that's right. Steve, yep, uh, we did Malcolm, we did Ranger Man, here we are. Ranger Man, they're making a big stink about flavored vapes, but flavored vodka is okay. Can you say hypocrisy? Hypocrisy, yeah, I absolutely agree with you, 100%, and that's a, that's a comparison that I constantly draw. In fact, there's a meme out there that I'm gonna take credit for, but it says, the flavors are only for kids hypocrite starter pack. That was me. It's like pinnacle flavored whipped cream gummy bear vodka, <laughs> you know, and white claw, like, you know, Fuji Apple White Claw or the, you know, whatever, the flavored seltzers that are out there that all the, you know, all the pave moms are drinking, even though they don't want their kids vaping, they're just pounding flavored White Claws. Absolutely agree with you, Ranger Man. Chip, very gracious of you. Three days ago, I celebrated four years smoke-free from harmful combustible tobacco, but so what? Vaping saved my life, but so what? And that, I think, is the worst thing about what Cuomo said. By him saying, so what? He basically took your victory of quitting combustible tobacco away from you. He's saying, he's essentially saying, so you quit. So what? Fuck Cuomo. I can't stand that guy. Malcolm, very gracious of you. The coaster can always get bigger. Yeah, that's the problem. The coaster can't get bigger because 
I'm a person that, you know, I'm like a goldfish. I'll grow to the size of my tank. You know, if there's, if there's room for clutter, I will clutter it up. If there's room for vape stuff, I will fill that vape stuff area up. I have to hold myself to the coaster. It's the rule of the coaster. It just has to exist in my world. Spiros, very gracious of you. Been watching your vlogs. Uh, been watching your vlogs, man. Hello from Greece. Hello. Hello, Spiros from, uh, from California, bro. Hope you're doing good over there in Greece. I hope to, uh, hope to visit Greece someday. Daniel, very gracious of you. Just because it wouldn't be a vlog if I didn't donate to my favorite reviewer. Cheers for keeping us sane. Cheers, Daniel. I appreciate you, man. You, you know what? In the next vlog, you can be here. No, you don't even need to super chat. Don't even need to super chat. I appreciate it. You, you've, you've been very, very gracious to me and I appreciate that. New Wave Dave, bro, Pete Purple, Deep Purple's Lazy belongs on the playlist. Look, here's the thing. I don't have any Deep Purple records yet. So what? <laughs> I don't have any Deep Purple records yet. It's on the list along with like, you know, a trillion other things. Uh, the next record that I'm really looking to buy is uh, Iron Maiden, uh, Number of the Beast. I mean, come on, how do you not want to buy that album? I'm also really on the lookout for Kiss albums. And I think it's time for me to start buying some ACDC vinyl. I might start off with The Razor's Edge, which I know is a weird ACDC album, but it was the first ACDC album I really loved and got into. <laughs> You know, that was their big hit, Thunderstruck. I couldn't get enough of it. When my brother and I were uh, fake professional wrestlers in our bedroom, we came out to ACDC and it was, uh, I, I'm very sentimental about ACDC. Another fun Thursday night. Keep them coming, Nick. Duggar, look, as long as it's Thursday, Grim Green will be here. Grim Green will be here for you as long as it's Thursday. I look forward to it, like I said, man, just as much as you. And it honestly helps keep me a little bit sane. I know that today is Thursday. It, in quarantine, it's been 70 days now. 70 days. I haven't been to a movie theater in 70 days. I haven't been to Disneyland in 70 days. I haven't been out to dinner in 70 days. And that messes with you, bro. That messes with you. So I'm trying to keep some sort of sense of normalcy here. Hooked on Funk, bro. Thanks for sharing your enthusiasm and passion again tonight. You ticked the hobby and community earlier. It's important, IMO. Keep it, please. Yes. Yes. The community the community and the hobby of this, that's, that's one of the things that makes vaping successful. Uh, Kevin, you love my streams from New Zealand, bro. Thank you. Very gracious of you. Uh, have you ever tried long white vapor e-juices? Long white vapor e-juices? No, but that sounds interesting. Long white vapor e-juices. Haven't tried it. Is that a New Zealand brand? I'll look into it. I'll look into it, Kelvin. And I called you Kevin earlier, but it's not. You're Kelvin. Kelvin? Ooh, like Star Trek? Is that what you're talking about? Southern Comfort, very gracious of you. Uh, during the week, you think of this and that and the other segments, but you never plan rage sweat, <laughs> do you? No, you, you can't. I, look, I just assume that rage sweat's gonna happen no matter what. So that's, it's always on the docket. You know, it's always in the attache. Rage sweat. British eyes, how you been, man? Got my hands on some retro vapes I could lend you. Also, tell me what coils to make for Casey. I don't want to make the God coil, but I will anyway. Make a God coil. Make a God coil. British eyes, look, 
I know you're a new builder guy and you're up and coming on Instagram. You're getting up to like, what was that? 2000 followers, bro. That's awesome. If you want to run with the big boys, it's God coil or nothing. <laughs> God coil or nothing, bro. Uh, Omboy OC, uh, very gracious of you. Uh, hey, Grim, longtime listener, short time fan here. <laughs> what? I love you, Dwayne. Thank you for coming out, bro. <laughs> longtime listener, short time fan. Oh, that means you've been listening to me a long time, but you only became a fan recently. Oh, that's good to know. Oh, that's great. So all those bro trips were just for nothing, man, right? All those, t- when we went to the sand dunes, I thought we had a real good time together, but apparently it was just very one-sided. That's fine. Why don't you eat it? I'm just kidding. Thanks, Dwayne. Dakota, we're gonna end this with Dakota. And then this with Dakota. Very gracious of you, Dakota. I appreciate that. Saw ACDC live in Chicago, 2016. They were insane. I've never got to see ACDC, Dakota. I've never got to see them. The closest I've come to seeing ACDC is Casey Pickle and I at the San Diego House of Blues went and saw an ACDC tribute band, followed up with a Kiss tribute band, and they were both spectacular. The ACDC band, I could have like I could have closed my eyes and it just sounded like ACDC. The singer even did the swap between Bon Scott and Brian Johnson. Like he did a costume change halfway through so that they could play the old stuff and he was Bon Scott and then he could play the new stuff and he was Brian Johnson and it was amazing. And even the fake Angus had it down. He had the dance down. He mooned us. He took off his shirt. It was great. I can't, I would love to see a live ACDC show. Probably not ever going to happen ever again. One of the members uh, died a few years ago. Uh, the, the, the other guy, not, not Angus, but the other guy. It's like you remember two members of ACDC and that's it. <laughs> anyway, Dakota, thank you very much. Very gracious of you. And if that's where we're leaving that, then that's where we're leaving that. It looks like we have actually come to the end of the vlog here. So once again, we went long. We're going long. We just go long sometimes. And that's cool too. I really appreciate you guys coming out. Thank you so much for all the support. Thank you so much. Remember that we're a community and we need to help each other out and lift each other up and and really kind of be there for each other. And I'm gonna fight for your right to vape because I know that you're gonna fight for my right to vape and that's what makes this work. We can't let the government walk all over us. We cannot let Governor Cuomo walk all over us. We cannot let Governor Gretchen King Whitmer walk all over us. We're all in this together, and I don't mean that in that dumb, like kind of COVID way. I mean that literally we are fighting for our right to vape. And remember, we're winning. At the end of the day, these work, and they will always work. Always work. Get as many smokers as you can vaping, guys. Get as many smokers as you can vaping, guys. Thank you so much for coming out. I appreciate it. Uh, let me take a quick look. I didn't think I forgot anything. I do need to throw those cheesecake bottles away because this is now the best cheesecake I've ever had in my life. I'm definitely not going to chug this. I'm going to sip and savor the rest of this beer. But that's what I got for tonight, everybody. Thank you. Seriously, so much for watching. And remember, no matter what anybody tells you, yeah, you guys, let's keep on vaping. Peace out. Hey, that was supposed to be, hey, there it is. I believe I could fly. I believe I could fly.
I believe I can fly.